Hello and welcome back to the PBG podcast. It's been a few months, but I'm here and I have a special guest. My Hello. long-term friend voted. Oh, wait, I didn't mean to cut you off, Masara. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. I'm just a little excited that I think about it. Also, I like how my bottle just really said, Hey, I'm going to just make noise when he's in the middle of his intro. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> you and I have been friends for four years. About four or five, yeah, actually. It feels and more like I'm... six. <laughs> right? My lord. Mm-hmm. We've known each other since we were both about like 13. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, so yeah, about six years. Yeah. Because um, I'm going to be 18 and um. Fuck. Oh my god, time has passed. Okay, continue. <laughs> um <laughs> and I'm just now getting you on the podcast, like Good God. How could you make me one of the last people on the podcast? I'm so hurt. Hey, listen, you're definitely not one of the first, but you're not gonna be one of the last, trust me. And that's on period. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that Voted and I met was, would you like to explain? Okay. Um, some of it's a little foggy for me because, you know, I'm not the best at recalling details until, like, I think about it for a little bit. But what I remember, it was a brand new Overwatch game of, I think it was No Limits, right? <clears throat> it was and, because of Sim. Yeah. Uh, we were, like, a lot of us were playing Symmetra. And it was, it also, that's how I met another good friend of ours at the time, a scout, and, uh, normal. Oh, my lord. So much time has passed. Jesus Christ. I know, right? (laughs) But, um, I remember, like, uh, a a lot of things happened in that game. I was really, uh, happy about it, because... It was it was a really good game, and then they invited me to a party. Like despite the fact that I was like very shy at the time, I also had a very hard time putting my mic on, especially since I recently got it and I could finally talk to people. But they got it out of me, and I said hello, and that's when they realized I was a girl. Oh. <laughs> uh, Okay, that was the funny part, because, like, the surprise, but then, like, the acceptance, that's what made me feel a lot better, the acceptance and stuff, because I'm not used to many people liking me, and yeah, you can say something if you want to, Snake, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I get you. But... It's just, like, that entire situation, I'm glad it happened. I wouldn't change it. And I'm glad we are where we are now. Yeah, it led to, well, genuinely, uh, for the audience who don't know, clearly, because I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I've never actually talked about it, uh, voted, and I, and then our one friend, Scout, and our other friend, Normal, 
they're the reason in a sense like getting that those four together and everything like us four together was the main reason why we know cyrus and denning and other people and the reason why really this podcast happened years later it's just like a domino effect or a chain reaction and i i I wouldn't change it (laughs) i really wouldn't (laughs) But now that I think about it, what was one of the questions that you were going to ask me, sir? Um, well, I wanted to start off with, well, mainly I just wanted to talk about gaming in a sense. And if we mm-hmm. had time, I, we could talk about a little bit more. Of course. Um, so I wanted to know, what was the first game you ever played and your first system that you ever played on? My first game? Well... So this is going to be a little complicated, but I had multiple gaming systems as a child. I also had a computer that in my house as a child, so I played on like different platforms. But my first console game was Mortal Kombat, I think, Deception. That was my first fighting game and my first Mortal Kombat game. And my first computer game, when it came to, like, fantasy and stuff like that, like, Wizards and all that stuff, was Wizard 101. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God, I remember that game so well. It's still going, and I'm so proud that it's still alive. I'm serious. I remember playing that stuff when I was, like, seven, bro. Oh, I was so little. My mom was looking for games and stuff for me, and she came across it, and she was like, I wonder if she'll like this. So she installed it on the computer, and she's like, hey, when you come home from school today, I have a surprise for you. And showed it to me, helped me create an account. Every day after school, I was on there after I did my homework. Hell yeah, bro. That Wizard 101, that slapped. I got my grandma to play it with me at one point. Like, that, it was just so fun. It was nice. Yeah, I'm so glad that it's still alive and well, too, because it it held so many, like, memories for me. Like, oh, my goodness. My heart. You you said that your uh, mom uh, downloaded that game. Is she the reason why you got into gaming, or is there, like, more than it's a collective this. thing. My family, even though my mother's not a gamer herself, she loves to watch us indulge in our hobbies and find new ones and possibly give us new ones. So it was her, my mom, like I say, my mom, it was my big brother, my dad, and my cousins. They, like, pretty much everybody in the family endorsed video gaming because somebody in every part of my family no matter where they are plays video games my cousin annie my cousin julia both of my like younger boy cousins play video games little ruffin and Jaden, my bigger cousin tyrell my other big cousin tay like my big brother plays video games my mom used to my dad still does 
like I grew up around video games. I grew up around a lot of things. <laughs> Damn. So you literally so, grew up in a gaming family. Yes. And I would I'm I will forever be proud of that. That is something that I am very proud of. Because my mother and my big brother, and again, a lot of my cousins, they also are the reason why I'm into anime heavily. They brought me to that world and I'm I'm not stepping out of it. <laughs> so I like the one and now I'm thinking about it. The first horror game that I played on my mother's computer, I remember the adrenaline rush that I used to get because it it took inspiration from both um, The Grudge. If you're familiar with the Japanese version, that's called Jewel. Um, yeah. It it took inspiration from both Jewel which is the Japanese version, and The Grudge, the American version. It took inspiration from The Ring, the American version, and Ringu. It, it, it took inspiration from those games. It, like, th- those movies, those novels, those games that they also had. Meshed it together with a whole bunch of other stuff. In classic horror settings, like elevators, empty rooms with a hand, like, reaching out of a door that's repeatedly closing. And... The adrenaline rush that I would feel and, like, because it, it was a puzzle game, but, like, it had so many, like, jump scare elements that just kept me hooked. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I love horror. And, yes, I say it like that because I can't properly say my R's. Don't make fun of me. I oh, know. I can't either. I usually end up sounding like I'm saying whore. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't mean to sound like I'm saying a bad, like, word or anything, but that's just how it be. And I remember my mother, she was the person who introduced me to that game. Again, you see what I'm saying? Like, my mother, she indulged in it, but for our sake, and to see us happy. Because we grew up on horror. She put us in that world. I grew up on movies like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloween, Child's Play, stuff like that. So Evil Dead is another movie. Yes, I was young at the time. I didn't fully understand. I'll I'll get to a certain topic about that in a minute because we actually talked about this earlier before we got on here. (laughs) But I... I had a very widespread and diverse childhood. And that's something that I want for my children when I have them, because I do want them. And um, <laughs> continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So uh, you would consider yourself a horror fanatic then? I would consider myself a very big horror fan, but I will not say I am the best horror fan that I know everything, because I I really don't. And there's a lot of things that I want to even learn about horror and stuff like that, because there's stuff that I've either forgotten or don't know that other people can tell me. But I will consider myself a very big horror fan or fanatic, if you will, but I will not say I know everything about horror. I will not give myself that badge because 
that would be a lie. I mean, not listen. I know a lot of people who love horror, you know, I've met some at work and everything. And mm-hmm. I know definitely, yes, as much as they love horror and everything, or as much as you love fantasy or adventure, all of that, you're not going to, or mythology, you're not going to know, like, the whole shebang in, like, every mm-hmm. single little detail. You'll know most of it and things that some people don't even know. But sometimes you get those little things where it's like, oh, I didn't know that. And it's yep. pretty fucking cool, <laughs> let's be honest, like. You get to learn something new about one of your favorite genres, like, come yep. on. Yep. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it, because <clears throat> I'm sitting on the menu of Evil Dead the Game. By the way, anybody who hears this, don't mind my voice. Listen to Snake over here. Uh, just, just ignore me. But if you can get that game, get it. <laughs> Because if you love the Evil Dead series, I guarantee you, you will love this game. I it's... wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I... Even if you're not... <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, my heart like goes out to everybody who contributed to this game. The people who did the voices. Especially... My boy, Bruce Campbell. He did so well. He still honors the character. And speaking of him in general, I'm glad that he's doing what he's doing still. I'm glad he's in a very good mindset. I'm glad he's doing well. And he's still himself. But you can go ahead and say what you were about to say, Snake. Um, even, like, non-Evil Dead fans... Like me, mm-hmm. I won't lie. I never knew about Evil Dead until Cyrus. You know, I had already mm-hmm. told you this, but but for the audience, um, I never knew about Evil Dead until Dead by Daylight released a Evil versus Ash versus the Evil Dead, uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know about it or anything, but Cyrus was big on it, and like Jennings mm-hmm. big on it. You're big on it. So I've literally been learning so much about Evil Dead that it makes, you know, it does exactly what it does. Like with anything, a new game comes out, your friends want you to get it, you get it, you love the game, and then you're like, huh, this was a franchise, this was a movie franchise beforehand, you know? I want to start watching the movies or like looking at what happened and everything, and it's just cool, you know, because it's like, I went from not knowing what the franchise was, only knowing that Bruce Campbell was a person, you know, yes. they got chainsaw or whatever, you know, I didn't even really know who he was. I didn't know who Sam Rami was. I only knew him from uh, that new Doctor Strange movie, mm-hmm. you know, and like learning that Sam Rami and Bruce Campbell made this franchise from the ground up and everything. It just impresses the hell out of me. Yes. They just... I'm I'm proud of the people who made the franchise from the ground up. I'm proud that they decided to continue the franchise. It, it makes me happy that this is still alive. <clears throat> it will forever have a big place in my heart because... <laughs> I grew up on this, and to see it 
like brought to life and just other people like like my friend snake and just just other people in general who also end up loving the game or finding the movies because of the game watching the game like watching the movies uh i i just i get so excited i get giddy like a little kid because hey it's another person that can like enjoy it too (laughs) and it makes me so happy and let's be honest this game came out what back in the 90s or not game but the uh franchise it started back in the 90s 80s 90s it was such an old time and they did so well like for their limitations because filmmaking back then like yeah when you think about it, it it's gonna be difficult but they didn't care about the difficulty. They just wanted to release their pride and joy to the world and have other people enjoy it. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my goodness. I'm just so happy about like a lot of the games that I'm seeing now. Uh, especially now that I remember it, because I often forget things because I have a lot on my mind. I'm a very busy person. Uh, but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Another pride and joy. Another jewel of my childhood. That movie will hold a special place in my heart as well. Because uh, y'all don't know this, but I grew up in Houston, Texas, but I also grew up in Oakdale, Louisiana. So I have two homes. But the events in that movie being a possible, if not a definite, true story, and they made it into a movie to not, like, the way that they did it, it was a very interesting concept. And it, the way they did it, it brought a new light, and it kind of defined the genre of horror in a way like it redefined it like you know how like movies like they have such a big impact on a genre i feel like that was one of the movies that had a big impact on the horror genre in my opinion because yeah. <laughs> when you think about it what in the world would you do if you had to deal with a, a man with a chainsaw who literally wears his victims like his previous victims like skin over his face like you may not be in that situation but that is extremely terrifying if you sit there and think about it and at late nights when your mind wanders you think of stuff like that at least i do y'all could just be normal people and not be weird like me but i think of those things okay It's like you you hear in uh the distance just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can just like hear the chainsaw <laughs> like in the distance in those late nights. It's honestly just like and now I'm thinking about it, Nightmare on M Street uh will is interesting as well to me because Oh my god. A killer that literally attacks you in your sleep. You can't do anything because humans we need sleep. 
without sleep, our bodies start to just shut down. I had to think. <laughs> I apologize. But our bodies shut down. And if I remember correctly, there is a possibility of death at some point if you go without too much sleep. Yeah. And there's been a lot of cases of people staying up for days on days mm -hmm. and they don't um they don't get sleep and then a lot of them they have heart attacks yep and <laughs> the fact that freddy krueger like what he did to those children no no definitely a no no especially in the remake because they explicitly say it, you know? Oh, we really, they really said, we're going to be the screen in the old movie, and the new movie, they're like, he's a pedophile. Uh -uh. He's, he's a literal monster. Yeah. <laughs> like, they well, just ex explicitly say it. And what gets me the most is the actor for the remake the, the two actors that I loved the most in that movie was the actor for Quentin because I don't know who's watching but if you know faces like I do you might know who that is from a certain movie called Jennifer's Body that Quentin actor that's the same guy from Jennifer's Body that she you know yeah we will talk about that really? later. Yeah. Jesus. That's the same guy. You see a lot of familiar faces in the horror industry and in different industries. It's very interesting. It. Because <laughs> when I saw him, like, like when I first saw the remake, I was like, you look familiar. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh. Yep, that's exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. Also. And, yes. Speaking of horror, if yes. y'all ever want to see, you know, Evil Dead, Dead by Daylight, any of those types of games, horror games, or whatever streamed, you can stop by the PBG underscore network. And we also have a TikTok, Instagram, and a gaming TikTok as well under PBG underscore network. And the gaming TikTok is PBG underscore games. Hashtag plug. If Continue. you guys don't do any of that support stuff that you're supposed to do, I'm going to be very upset. Because. I mean, if we if we wanted the money, we would have stopped.
Mm-hmm. I still have one more topic to talk. About, oh my about someone that I am friends with and I don't like that or just really nice. I didn't feel comfortable or I felt like the quality of the podcast just wasn't there but right mm-hmm. now you're checking all the boxes for a good podcast so I'm I'm not I'm not complaining well I'm glad <laughs> it's the least I can do well right now as this is happening uh, I'm re-watching an anime of mine uh, that I really liked because it was really funny. Master Masume. And <laughs> I got to the part where they thought that Miss Smith and um, the... I, I forget his name. I'm just going to call him K because I remember his first name started... Like, his fr- the first letter of his name started with K. So Miss Smith, the Interspecies Exchange Bill uh, coordinator, she was trying to talk to him about something, like about like a threat to all of the other monster girls that were in uh, Kay's house. And <laughs> they didn't know that. They thought there was a possibility that he might be trying to sleep with her. So they were trying to like watch oh. over him and stuff. And just be like, no, Miss Smith, don't be trying to sleep with him. He's ours. When she's just trying to help y'all. Like, y'all don't know everything. Stop assuming. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm I'm just all over the place. You 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 go ahead. You you can get to your topic. <laughs> Actually, that's a perfect uh segue because I wanted to talk about anime. Oh yeah, uh, that's true. So what was the first anime that you ever watched? My first anime, it was actually three. At least I consider these. I actually consider like it was three of my first animes. Oh, I, I had three, three of them. Mm-hmm. I thought you said it was called Re. I was gonna be like Re. What's Re? No. <laughs> oh God, you made me think of this really terrible one. <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. So. What was your uh, three that you watched? It was no, I know some. I don't know if some people don't consider it anime, but I do. But it was Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, and Yu Gi Oh. I know a lot of people don't consider Pokemon anime, but I mean, like, it's made by Japanese creators. I'm pretty sure. So it's isn't. I think it's kind of, and it has that style. So I would guess that it's dubbed yeah. as, you know, it should be dubbed as an anime. Yu-Gi-Oh! Same, same thing. And Dragon Ball Z, that's just a given that that's an anime. So, I mean, Another, like, like, fourth one. I don't know how many of y'all out there know about this one, but if anybody knows about this, let me know. And I'm going to give you a high five. <laughs> Hell Girl. I think I've heard of that. If anybody five. has seen that. I applaud you, because my big brother, he got me into that. I never got out of it. So, you said that your 
Big Brother got you into that. Mm-hmm. How, and earlier you said that your cousins also got you into anime? It, yes, my cousins and my mom, my big brother, they all, like, contributed. Because, I will say this right now, my big brother got my mom into it than when I was born. Because me and my big brother are ten years apart. Um, Damn. Ten years later, I was born. As I was growing up, I was surrounded by Yu-Gi-Oh!, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, video games, anything that would be considered, um, at least back then, what I would say. Because I know some people still call it, quote-unquote, nerdy, but I, I just think that stuff is cool. I think it's cool to have, like, a diverse interest. But I, like, back then, when I was... Like, younger people, what am I saying? Like, like I'm old. I'm only 17. (laughs) The hell? (laughs) Okay. But back when I was, like, really, really young, uh, girls at my school and even boys at my school, they, some, it wasn't as many boys, but it was mostly just the girls, but I would still get some boys that were like that, too. They were kind of just like, you're weird, you're a girl, you're supposed to be into, you know, stereotypical girl stuff. And I'm like, believe me, I like Barbie, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to put that stuff down for Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh! or, like, hello? And then if you're like, what? Isn't anime, like, universal, no matter what? when I was a kid. Because I was born in 2004, so I guess, like, yeah, times have definitely changed, but people are still, you know, kind of like, aren't you not supposed to be into this type of stuff? But back when I was a kid, um, anime, at least in my, like, from my experiences, you, nine times out of ten, if you were to talk to somebody about anime, it would be a boy. At least from my personal experiences. I don't know how it is for anybody else. But the person that I would often talk to about anime, if it wasn't my big brother, it was either my big cousins Tyrell or Tay. I would even talk to Javon about anime, my other big cousin. And there were also points where I would talk to my cousin Julia. Also, speaking of my cousin Julia, I didn't get to tell you this thing, but she's studying to become a nurse now. Really? Damn. Yeah. And I'm so proud of her for that. But I I will get back on topic right away. She. Oh, bro. <laughs> oh my lord. I'm just, I'm just I just thought about it because like I I just realized how happy I was. But I would either talk I mean... to Julia. Or some of my boy cousins. I had female cousins that were into anime and stuff. But if I was at school and stuff, um, I didn't have that many female friends already. But the ones that I did have, they weren't really into that stuff. Uh, it it made me a little sad. And so, like, as a as a kid, I kind of strive to like talk talk up that stuff like be like hey have you ever heard of this stuff and they'd be like no and I'd be like do you want me to show you and they'd be like yeah sure and then they'd either be interested in it 
or they wouldn't. And either way, I'm okay with it because everybody has something that they're interested in. Everybody has something that they're, you know, not going to like or they're going to like. As long as you don't bash it, talk, mess about it, especially around the people that like it. I have no qualms with you because you you can have your opinion because I have no problem with people having opinions. Who am I to tell somebody to not have an opinion? But <laughs> just you you're can, not allowed to have an opinion about this. Fuck you. That like that's just that's so rude. I I've met so many people like that, and it's just like Mm-mm, you don't have to be that way. That's not nice. Yeah. And I, like, because I remember one of my childhood friends, you're going to laugh at her nickname, but it's for a reason. Her nickname is Ty. No, like a bow tie or like a shoe or shoelace tie. Homie, my ex's name was Bread. Aw, cute. (laughs) And then I have a friend who, one of her friends, uh, her Mm -hmm. name is Milk. Like, they nickname her Milk, and it's like, I'm just used to it, honestly. Huh? Milk bread? (laughs) Milk bread. Imagine milk and bread. (laughs) But I, like, she, she was a very interesting girl. This is when we were residing here for the first time before we moved to my second home, Oakdale, Louisiana. We were in apartment at the time and I met her me and her we would like talk about so much stuff like she would come over to my house I'd go over to her house she was one of the most interesting people I ever met and I think she's one of the biggest reasons like another big reason as to why I'm so like diverse and things that I like because one of the things that I've always wanted to learn and that she wanted to teach me, but she had to move was skateboarding. She was really good at skateboarding. And I wanted to learn. She was really willing to teach me, but she had to move. And when she had to move, we were both so sad. Like both families of ours were sad because we, because like we all knew each other. We all were pretty good friends. And then she had to move. Everybody was so sad. But, oh, man. Just different hobbies. Different types of people. I feel like a lot of things should be very diverse or, like, just you can like something similar to someone. But there should also well, there can also. I should I should not say should, because now I'm sound like I'm demanding you, and that's not what I want. <laughs> there could also be diversity in different things, because it makes things interesting, but also just like wow, like huh. I never thought about it like that. Or just, you know, that type of stuff. Different introspective. Introspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, (laughs) I got you. 
<laughs> no, I got a friend who he's very uh uh the audience would know uh Marv. Mm-hmm. He's oh my god, dude. He is extremely philosophical and sometimes I won't even lie, he pisses me off with it. But I re- I respect it, you know, cuz mm-hmm. I like his way of thinking sometimes you know i like the different interest like the different perspective yes you know it'd be the same as everyone else where it's literally just oh yeah so this and that's it you know like mm-hmm. rather than just this 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 type deal uh you know yeah rambling myself my bad <laughs> hey you got me talking <laughs> on here like um just like, like they're probably just like, oh my god, this girl's talking too much. No, it's it's better that the uh, the guest is talking more than the host. To be honest, I'm here to ask you the questions and get the uh, answers out, and you're just able to just smoothly just let the answers go. Yes. So. I know this is a little bit off topic, but I kind of want to talk about this for a second. Because of a muscle condition that I have, that my doctors and my mother are thinking are fibromyalgia at the moment, but they're noticing that it's starting to, like, it's not starting, it seems like something else, but for now it's a fibromyalgia diagnosis. But what they did do, they said, we'll get her occupational therapy and physical therapy so right now i am going through both ot and pt because i need like yes i i know how i talk and everything you know this at least the audience doesn't really know because they don't know me but if i do come on here every once in a while y'all will get to know me so my mental my mental health is not the best because of my diagnosis but also because of the things that have happened in my life i'm a lot better than i was but i know i still have a lot of things to do so that's where the occupational therapy comes in and from my actual like outward body i have the physical therapy which I'm actually glad that my mom and that my doctor said that we should put her on this because I feel a lot better already. And this is only like I've only gone to my OT because we've only had like two meetings so far. And with my OT, Miss Sabrina, she has me like make things like on I think it was last Tuesday. She had me make a f- like fruit juice. So like what was in it? Water, of course, but there was also cucumbers, oranges, lemons, and strawberries. It that was delicious. It is delicious. It really was delicious. Yesterday <laughs> for the audience. For the audience, real quick, just if you ever with like food facts or something, here's your girl, man. <laughs> yes, I am a food person. <laughs> but yesterday, I made a fruit smoothie. Um, 
there's still some in the fridge, by the way. <laughs> and there's raspberries, blueberries, I think blackberries, but in, okay, so from blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, and bananas, and orange juice. There it is. Okay, I remember now. That's a lot of berries, so I think about it. But it was really good, and the, the texture of it, the color, and everything. When you do occupational therapy, because I feel like sometimes people may think, oh, I don't need this, or like, why am I even doing this? I will say this right now, don't knock it till you try it. And also definitely try it, because like, if you're in a bad mental state, this occupational therapy, as well as physical therapy, can help you. Um, and it's helping me. Now, it may not be for everybody, but I would say just at least try it to see what helps you, if you need anything. Um, but I love, also, on, I think it's Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Um, next week on Tuesday, I'll be making a royal parfait. And that looks so delicious. So when I make that, I'll take a picture. And I'll send it to Snake. And if anybody wants to see it, there you go. He'll have it. That's all I can say. Post it on, most likely post it on my TikTok because I do not know, uh, or I have... I don't use my Twitter. I don't use the Twitter or the Instagram half the time, which I should. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely would post it uh, if you send me a picture. Yes, because I'm like I remember exactly like I remember what is like used in it. I need strawberries. I need. Like, most of the stuff that I chose has to do with fruit or something, because, I don't know, I'm a fruit lover, but I love vegetables as well. I love fruit. I love, I love meat as well. I'm an omnivore. But fruit just be hitting different. Fruit just be really delicious. Don't even get, I'm going to get to another topic about fruit in a second that involves something about us women. Okay? Y'all go understand in a little bit. To be fair, but, mm -hmm. my demographic for uh, male to female ratio, surprisingly, uh, females are, there are a lot more females, you know, mm -hmm. that watch this than males do. Or listen I'm to not this. surprised. I am. I am. <laughs> hey, my all I have to say, mm -mm. Mm -mm. you got to understand. We watch for the comedy, okay? We watch for the comedy. So, what I can say, uh, I definitely want to take a picture of that royal parfait when I make it. Also, animal crackers are involved, which I'm really happy about. Ooh, they actually. I love, I love animal crackers. They're so good. 
I know they're not supposed to like have a specific taste. They're just supposed to look different because they're animal crackers. But depending on the brand, they they taste different. Maybe it's just my taste buds. But <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the way that I think it's the way that the manufacturers just make uh, probably their animal crackers. That's probably it. But now, when it comes to at least for, at least for me, during it, I'm not going to say, my mom has like a, a pet peeve with the word period, like when it comes to like saying like, oh, I'm on my period, because she says it sounds really gross. She says it sounds very gross <laughs> and unladylike to say it like that. She's like, and like she'll like basically almost curse my aunt out because my aunt said she was on her period. And she was like... Uh-huh. Just fucking say you're on your cycle. It's so gross. Like what the fuck? Like she was just, like that. I'm all just I'm ovulating. Sounds prim and proper enough, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm on my period. <laughs> like, right. like it sounds so gross to her. And she's just like No. Say you're on your cycle. Okay? And I'm like what? Then- my spin cycle, like, damn. <laughs> Fucking, what kind of watch cycle am I on? Jesus Christ. Right? Oh, and then God. she's just like, your menstrual cycle. There. I cleared it up even more. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom. I'll say my menstrual cycle from now on. <laughs> so, my menstrual cycle, because I know she's probably listening in, like, I'm waiting for you to say it. Say it. my menstrual cycle usually when I start mine or usually during mine I have this thing where a certain food is required my last one I want you to take a guess what it was uh animal crackers no absolutely not I actually could not deal with a single animal cracker during my last one. And I was so mad at myself. I actually cried. Oh my god. So what was your food then? It was fruit. And the only fruit that I wanted was strawberries. My mom had to get two canisters of strawberries specifically for me and I ate it all in one day. So she had to go back to the store the next day for three to four days getting me two canisters of strawberries. God, that must have annoyed her to hell and back. She was laughing at my pain. I mean, I would laugh. Well, I wouldn't laugh at your pain, but I would laugh at it itself. Two canisters of strawberries a day? Damn, mm-hmm. man. I can't even eat half of a fucking uh, canister. Oh, no. I, I literally, like, when my mom brought strawberries the other day, I ate the whole thing in the middle of the night because I woke up, I was dehydrated, and you know, when you bite into a strawberry, it produces a juice. And I got yeah. to eat at the same time. So I was like, hey, this is a win win situation, so I'm going to eat this. <laughs> I fell back asleep after eating the entire container of strawberries. Again, sadly, there was only one canister, so 
all the strawberries yeah. are gone. <laughs> but, like, she was just laughing at me. She was, because, like, I was, like, I was in my room. I was, like, about to burst into tears. Cause, for, first of all, from the pain. And second of all, because... I want some strawberries. So I'm in my room. I'm like, I want fruit. I want fruit. And like, I'm crying into my pillow. And she's like, okay, what's wrong with you? What fruit do you want? And I'm like, I want strawberries. No, I want an entire fruit basket of just strawberries. <laughs> like, I'm literally just not going to eat anything but the strawberries. She's like, oh my god, I'm going to the store. Can you wait like 15 minutes? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was the most emotional I have ever been in my life. Oh, it makes no sense to be like that, but it, it happens when you're on your, your menstrual cycle. So, anybody else who has that because my mom told me what it was. She said it was PMS. And I was like, it has to be PMS. And she was like, yeah, it's PMS. And I'm like, well, why fruit specifically? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> and, probably I don't know. You. <laughs> and she's like, it's probably because of all that like stuff you made me eat when I was pregnant with you. You made me eat nothing but sweet stuff. That is like when she started eating like Hostess cupcakes drinking strawberry kiwi kool-aid jammers drinking like the sweetest kool-aid possible it was all because of me when she was pregnant with me that's how she knew i was going to be a girl because you were sweet <laughs> Mhm. Mm i would not let her eat anything that was sour salty or, mm -mm. i was just like no negative and I also gave her so many ailments, too. And I still feel bad about that. She, like, with me, when she was pregnant with me, she couldn't ride in elevators. And then when it came to a car, she could, like, she could only ride in the back seat. And then she could only ride in the passenger seat. And then she could only be the driver. Oh, my God. <laughs> I gave her so Imagine. much hell. <laughs> I gave her so much hell and I felt so bad and she's like you don't have to feel bad it's not your fault you were a baby you didn't even know what you were doing you were just you and I'm like well yeah but still I was kind of and she's like you, I, I, you were kind of nothing <laughs> I don't know my family we have insane stories. None, none of that speak about stories. You remember that ghost story I told you a long time ago? That my mom experienced, like, one of her first ghost experiences. I think I remember it. Because I don't know if other people... I don't know if y'all believe in that stuff. I don't know if y'all have experienced it yourselves. But my mother... Like, my family, we're extremely superstitious. We believe in the supernatural. We believe in stuff like that. My mother had an experience with a ghost as a child. And I wholeheartedly believe what she told me. Uh, it was a mean old man. For some reason, he, he just... 
every ghost that my mom has encountered in her childhood just so happens to be rude. And she she's not scared unless, you know, like they actually like do something that's like to her, to her, and it's actually frightening. Because my mom, she doesn't have much to fear. The only fear that she really has is losing us or like leaving here before all of us are grown, all four of her children are grown. Well, all three of her children. I'm about to be two because I'm about to be 18, like a month, no, like a, like a couple months. July 31st, I don't count, okay? But my mom, that's like one of her only fears. Leaving here before we're grown. Or having us be lost and not know what to do because she's gone. And I really appreciate having a mother like that. Damn, you lucky. I wish. I think, well, no, my grandma's like that, though. Yeah, I'd say you have a very good grandma and aunt. Yeah. Yeah, it might not be your mom, but, like, you have motherly figures in your life. Exactly. We're, we are very lucky to have what we have, because some people do not have... Either. That at all. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. But I remember so many different things that my mother would tell me about, like, the <clears throat> the the ghosts that, like, what he would do. Mean old man. Just always making a ruckus. Always being rude, slamming stuff, kicking, like, move, slamming stuff over, just doing the most. And he's trying to make her afraid, but like I've already established, my mother has not, not much to be afraid of. Even as a child, she didn't fear much. I think that's where I get it from. You fear nothing. No fear, no fear. I said, I said, no fear, no fear. That's just, like, I appreciate my mom for the things that she's done. How she raised us and all of that. But, uh-uh. I, that, that old man was mean for no reason. He, he broke a window. Trying to scare her. And then my mom had to drive to her room for like a day because he broke the window. God. Ghosts are so fun, right? See, some ghosts. I think he was just... Now, my theory for him, because I also have a theory for the ghosts that my Aunt Pat had to deal with. I wish I could have met her, but I'm glad I heard stories about her. Um, my theory for the ghost that my mom dealt with before Aunt Pat, I think, was similar to the one with Aunt Pat. Most likely either died on his land in his home or he died somewhere and they brought him back and buried him on his property. Because back then... 
when you died, if you owned land, they would bury you on that land. So, Dude. it's a possibility that his body is buried on that land. But it's also a possibility that it, that's not the case. And he is still attached to that house because that was his house. That was his land. That's where his belongings are. That's where something is. Because my yeah. grandma, my grandma's husband, well, late husband now, Mr. Calvin, he, he watches over my grandmother. He has a little thing that he does, like, to let my grandmother know that he's there. Sometimes he'll, like, even though the light is off in the hallway, he'll turn it on. She'll turn it off again. A little bit later, he'll turn it back on. And then she'll be like, Calvin, it's okay. You can rest. I'm all right. Just rest. And then he'll stop. He's he still has stuff in my grandmother my grandmother's house. And he he still he he loved my grandmother and I'm so glad that my grandma has somebody like him. Cause when my grandmother um fell on her porch and like hurt her hip, he was there. Cause there was a chance that she wouldn't have been able to get help or anything if he wasn't there. He stopped my mom from fighting my grandmother. He he's done so much for this family, and I was so hurt to like hear that he was gone. But I'm glad to hear that he is watching over my grandmother, and that is actually why my grandmother, her dog Bella. Um, that's why she barks sometimes at seemingly nothing, but. I don't know if people know this. Animals, they can sense, especially dogs, they can sense death. They can sense ghosts, all, all that stuff. If you're a medium, you're basically almost the same thing as well. Yep. It's <laughs> just what I, like, believing in this stuff, I feel has helped my family in the long run. It's helped us. In times where people would be so confused as to how, you know, but my grandmother knows that he's watching over her and he's protecting her and all that stuff. That's why she would deliberately be like, Calvin, I'm okay. It's okay. You can rest now. And then he'll stop. He still checks up on her, I guarantee you. I know he does, but I I love stuff like that because there's good ghosts like Mr. Calvin, and then there's mean ghosts like what my mom and Aunt Pat and Toya had to deal with. There's always a difference. I love the same each time. (laughs) What? (laughs) Me not, just me not having to move to a different topic or whatever. Yes. 
I will try it to is, continue this. It is coming to an hour, though. So. Oh my goodness, how long? Yeah. Time flies by when you have conversations that are just very good. <laughs> Actually, it has been an hour, my lord. Well, as much as I want to keep all of y'all, I cannot. So, <laughs> I will let all of you go. Hopefully, I return. So, definitely. I like it here. If the uh, views show well, if everyone is supportive of this episode and likes it a lot, you know, and just, you know, shows that they want to see you again, it will show in the views, man. Oh, okay. Now I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> but with the way that it seems, especially as the host and everything, mm-hmm. like, like that, um, the fact of like the segues and how we can definitely have a topic or two and it can go into multiple ones and everything. Yes. Um, definitely. Uh, they should hope to see you again at some point. Yes. I really hope y'all don't mind my motor mouse, but I just, I talk a lot because I'm interested in a lot of stuff. Also because Snake is my best friend. Uh, You know what? I'm going to just say seven years at this point. That's what I'm going to (laughs) say. It feels like so long. But I enjoyed talking about all this stuff. So, (sighs) kind of glad I got to. Well, that's good. But hopefully they see you again on the podcast and everything. And uh, hopefully everyone at home listening or if you're at work or whatever, you know, you're listening. I hope you have a good day or night. You know, and thank you for listening. Bye. Also, don't.